Ah, well, hello there. My name is Dom O'Neill. You're listening to the Mind Your Own Business Show. Right now on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about not only setting goals, but achieving them. Yes, both of them need to be done to be successful in life. Right now on the show, we're going to get a crash course in the art of goal setting and achieving. It's the MYOB Show. Everything you need to know. Remember, folks, you can get in touch with the show in many ways. You can send us an email via studio at myobshow.com or go to the website myobshow.com or via Twitter at myobshow. Simple as that. It is now time for our first expert guest. It's the stress guru himself, Dave Algio. Dave, who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm Dave Algio, I'm the Stressed Guru, which is kind of a self-styled title, and my work in delivering workshops and speeches, keynotes around stress and developing personal resilience. Uh, but another part of what you do is uh, you kind of coach people in business. I went to one of your talks a while back, and you use a bike ride, well, a couple of bike rides to demonstrate business skills. Talk to me a little bit about uh, your two bike rides starting off. Um, well, I did the bike rides without even thinking there could be any value in sort of goal setting and achieving goals, but uh, quickly learned um, that they were pretty effective ways of getting the message across. I actually, in 2010, cycled with a friend of mine uh, from Land's End to John O'Groats, which is about a 1,000 miles. It shouldn't be 1,000 miles, but we got lost a bit, so it was a 1,000 miles. Um, and then we cycled in 2012 London to Barcelona, which was the Olympic year, so it's kind of an Olympic theme. Again, both of them were for charity. But both big rides took a bit of preparation, had to have clear goals. And to be honest, I learned some painful lessons as well, you know. And it's kind of sharing that kind of lessons with others, particularly in business, because you can draw a lot of comparisons between setting a big goal like a bike ride and setting a big goal like running a business. How important is having a clear vision for what you're doing for any project that you're working on, be it cycling across Europe or whatever you're doing in business? I think it's very important, but I think even before that, it's it's as important to understand or to try to get to why you're doing it. Um, I mean, I make a joke on the thing of, you know, I, I took this um, Land's End John O'Groat cycle trip to lose weight. Uh, it was my 40th year, my mate suggested, I thought, oh, that'd be a great way to lose weight. Um, and it wasn't really the, the correct why. I mean, I did lose a little bit, but to be honest, I needed a bit more. Um, so it's about why are you doing the business? Why are you setting this goal? Um, and then th because that's what will get you through in the tough times. But yes, you need some sort of clear outcome. I lands in John O'Groats. It was John O'Groats. That was the destination. We broke it up by 15 days. We had daily goals, uh, mileage sets, that kind of thing. In a business, you need an outcome, an end result, and some milestones along the way as well. Yeah, okay. So milestones is as important as the goals, and the why is also very important. Then that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because when it gets tough, let's be right, we've all had it where you've been knocked on your backside and you think, what what am I doing here? What is the point of this? Why am I trying it? And it's it's knowing that actually I'm doing this for a really good reason because it really matters. For me, I, I ended up tapping back into, well, I'm doing this for charity and I'm not going to go back having failed, etc. That kind of helped me go get going. Plus, sometimes the big picture, the end result that John O'Groat seemed too far away, particularly in days two and three, it was just so far away. So what we had to do was focus on, well, let's just get through the next 10 miles and let's get to the, the bed and breakfast tonight. And in business, it's the same kind of thing. If you have an end result, sometimes it can do your head in, um, to put it bluntly, 
constantly focusing on the end result. Sometimes when your head goes down or when you need to focus, it's just focus on the next thing you need to do or the outcome that you need to achieve by the end of this week or this month. Forget the big goal for now. Refocus on that every so often to keep your motivation up, but don't let that you let your head go down because you can affect your motivation if you're dealing with such a huge goal. So taking baby steps is sometimes useful as well. Then taking one day at a time. Yeah, and even even less than that. I know the example I've given lands in John O'Groats was day thirteen. I tore a thigh muscle, uh, and I had seventy miles to cycle that day, and I really had no idea how I was even going to do those seventy miles. So it got down as far as just get through the next white line, just past the next white line. And sometimes it's not just baby steps, it's tiny, tiny, tiny little baby steps. It's even smaller than that, it's, but it's about making progress and pushing on. Ah, so forward momentum comes not only from the big things you do, but the small things as well. Yeah, because it's so, it's so easy, and this is why I'm interested in stress, because let's be right, stress is about the things that get in the way of what you want to be or where you want to go. That's why I'm interested. That's why I've you know I, I learned and I've... I've worked so much to try to put it in its place for me um those things can distract you from where from making those steps forward you can easily write a day off with you know a phone call that just sends you you off on some dealing with some mini emergency or just into a bit of a a a low mood and you know your motivation drops but really what you need to keep coming back to is well what do i need to do what one thing should i be doing now to take me forward Great stuff. I remember you saying uh, a really good sentence, you decide and then do. What do you mean by that? I suppose it depends on the kind of person personality you are. I'm a big planner, and often one of the things I do is I love to plan, I love to have this, that, and the other set out, but then I don't, you know, at, at times I used to not actually do something, make the step and do the action that, that would take me forward. So for me, you need to decide it, but then get on with it. For other people, sometimes it is about doing, but not necessarily having the plan, the, the, the vision before you do. So it's like you, you, we sort of bimble into something, thinking it's a good idea, but haven't really thought it through. So it's a clear thing. What do I want to do? Why do I want to do it? Decide that you're going to do it, and then take the first step, the next step, etc. You also uh, talked a lot about making your plans public. Why is making your plans public important? There's probably a little bit of debate in goal-setting world around this. I'm a particularly private person, and I, I like to keep things to myself. But the thing that I learned, the big thing I learned with that Lands End John O'Groats in particular was once we'd agreed it, and that within a few days it had become public, as in we'd told family and friends, and then, to be honest, there was a little bit of publicity came off the back of that. You then kind of back out of it. It's hot. Well, you can, but it's harder. It makes it harder to back out. You're actually putting your money where your mouth is. And I think it's too easy sometimes to set a goal but keep it to yourself in case it's not going to work. And invariably what happens is you may not be have that added incentive of risk of being embarrassed in front of people to, to push you on, you know. And sometimes that's what it takes. You decide the why uh, and the what you're going to do, but recognize that day to day you're going to be knocked off course with this, that and the other. A bit like a, a, the classic example is a plane that's traveling from UK to Australia. Apparently 90% of the time it's off course. The question is how does it actually get to Australia and the answer is that it actually gets there because it recognizes when it goes off course and then corrects and then adjusts according to the atmosphere, the winds, etc. And it's like us, we need to just spot every time and review regularly, hourly, daily, weekly, to see whether we're still on course and then correct. Within that, though, review, there's the bigger question of actually sometimes you head down a path 
And it may be a few weeks or months down that you think, actually, this isn't me. I might have had the best of intentions at the beginning, but this isn't what I wanted. So that review, alter, adjust may be slightly changing the end goal because the goal that you want wasn't the correct goal in the first place. And that's just part of life, I think. You know, chopping and, you know, you do change as you go, you grow as a person. Now, we've had many people on the show say failure is not a big deal as long as you learn to deal with it and you can fix the failings. Do you agree with that? Life is full of failures. The, the, the failure is not the problem. It's the not getting back up um, and not dusting yourself off and looking at what you've learned, what you can do differently, and then pushing on again. That's the key thing. I mean, the bike ride's a classic example. I mean, the number of times I fell off because I was getting used to those clippy pedals, you know, where yeah. you feet are actually clipped in. Um, that took a bit of getting used to. The number of times I fell off, I could have not got back on it, but I did. I got used to it, trained, practiced, and and then ultimately achieved that bike that you know that reached Land's End. Sorry, John O'Groats uh, after fifteen days. Yeah, and you also you did it with someone else. Do you feel that having someone else there to help you along made a big difference? Definitely. I think again, I'm a bit of a. I, I like my own company. Um, uh, some of us are more social and outgoing than others, but as a as a general rule, human beings are social creatures. And when you look at stress research, social support is very important in terms of stress and stress and well-being. But when it comes to support on the way towards a goal, it's critical, even if it's just one person. Who is your, your wingman, your wingwoman, your teammate, your crewmate? Who are your team? Who is your supporter? Who are your supporters that are going to get you there and keep, you, keep encouraging you, advising you, supporting you in any way? Excellent. That's great advice. Dave, thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. How can folk get in touch? How can people find you online? Um, well, I've got a website, which is uh, www.stressedguru.com. That's S-T-R-E-S-S-E-D, guru.com. Excellent advice. Thank you very much, Dave, for joining us there on Skype. So to recap, first question you have to ask yourself is why. Why am I doing this? Why am I in business? Why am I setting up this creative project, for example, then you need to work out how. How am I going to do this? How am I going to achieve my goals? Then we move on to do. That is very important because you can plan all you want, but doing, that's where it's at. And also when you're doing it, review. And if something's not working, change it. Change goals as you go. Uh, Don't just get stuck down in goals that aren't working for you. Hopefully all that has helped and you will become a goal-setting and achieving success story. You're listening to Mind Your Own Business. I am Dom O'Neill. It's the MYOB Show. Your life, your way. Remember, folks, you can get in touch with the show in many ways. You can send us an email via studio at myobshow.com or go to the website myobshow.com or via Twitter at myobshow.com. Be show. Simple as that.